Paul and Angie Lingzo, founders of the Lingzo Fitness Academy, bring you the missing piece. Mission, mindset, and mechanics for your complete transformation. As creators of the Anti-Diet Mindset Reprogram, Paul and Angie have all the missing pieces you need to make the leap to your best life. Welcome to The Missing Piece. What up, everybody? Welcome back to The Missing Piece today. I'm so excited about today because I'm going to talk about a pet peeve of mine, and I'm just going to talk about something in the fitness industry in particular, but maybe in a lot of industries, that's just really, really freaking dumb, and that is the no excuses mentality. Uh, I see it all the time in fitness where it'll be like, you know, it, whether it's a meme or whatever, or even just a caption on somebody's social media where it's like, I'm 56 years old, no excuses. Or it's like, you know, it'll be a picture of, you know, uh, a real jacked looking 50 year old lady with her, you know, kids. And it'll be like, mom with three kids and a busy vice president. What's your excuse? And dude, I hate that shit. I think it is so dumb and I don't think it serves anyone. And I want to break that down. Why? Because there's a deeper, like, yes, it's a pet peeve of mine, which is why we're going to talk about it. But there's a deeper reason why I think that's just completely stupid and um, disempowering, to be 100% honest with you. So that is exactly what we're going to talk about today on The Missing Piece. So before we get started, make sure you head over to missingpeacepodcast.com. See everything we got going on over there. We got a free Facebook group where we do all sorts of, we have all sorts of free content in there. On missingpeacepodcast.com, we've got a bunch of free resources for you to consume, whether it's Angie's YouTube channel, Angie's got a meal prep and a flash guide. I've got my weekend nutrition blueprint. I've got my dude's guide to cutting. I have all sorts of stuff on there that's going to help you you know, balance out your fitness in your life and just make it so freaking easy, guys. If there's one thing that all of our material, whether it's this podcast, whether it's what we work with our clients on uh, in Lingzo Fitness Academy, whether it's our metaphysique program, if there's one thing that it all has in common, it's this. It's not that hard to be in really great shape. It just requires a little bit of strategy and a little bit of forethought and a lot of simplicity. And guys, I just, if I could scream it on the mountaintops, like that's what I want you to know. Like it feels amazing to be in great shape and it doesn't take the amount of sacrifice and grind and all the other bullshit that people tell you. Like it really is simple. All right. I'm going to get off my high horse now and talk about how stupid the no excuses mentality is. All right. So, um, let's just start here, man. Language is important. The language that you speak to others with is important for how they convey your meaning. But more importantly, the words you use, whether you are just chattering in your head to yourself or even the words you use to communicate to other people, they send messages to yourself about what's going on. And, and we have to be very careful with the words that we use because they can be empowering or they can be disempowering. And particularly there's certain emotions that we want to avoid all right. Specifically, we want to avoid negative emotions like guilt, shame, fear, things like that, because they're not productive. They, they just simply don't serve you. Anger is another one. Right. And so you can be you can be angered into into action. You can be shamed into action. You can be guilted into action. You can do all these things and they, they can get you going. 
Okay, but they will only push you into action and they will only lead to action long enough for you to get away from that emotion. Um, and, and that's it, right? That's, that's as far as it goes. And when it comes to producing a very positive, consistent outcome, you need consistent action over the long haul, right? And so and I'm just going to use the fitness example. You could feel really shameful about your body. Like you could hate the way you look and you can be a little bit angry about it, but that could, that could, that could get you to a breaking point where you're like, that's it. I'm getting, I'm going to go work out. And you could just, you could just lash yourself over the back and, and, and work out until you lose a few pounds. But then it goes away because you no longer have that pain driving you. And since you never associated working out or watching what you eat with a positive vision, a positive emotion to pull you forward, you just, you're no longer motivated to take action because the the shame and guilt that you felt before is gone. And that's why it's a repeating cycle for so many people is, you know what I mean? You, you, you hate yourself just enough to, to move away from that pain. You're feeling that pain about where you are and you, and you, and you it'll initiate some movement, but it's not enough. Uh, as soon as that initial pain goes away, you're no longer motivated to continue the journey. Um, that was a little bit of a side note, but the point is, the point is negative, negative emotions are not productive in the long haul. All right. And so when we, when we work with our clients, when we work with our clients, we're always trying to look at things through a problem solving lens. And there's a huge difference here. Okay. There's a huge difference here. If I, if we say, Hey, you know, we come up with a, with a strategy, uh, Hey, work out three times a week. Cool. All right. Work out. I'm going to work out three times this week, boss. All right, great. Go get them. And we reconvene the next week. We're like, all right, cool. So reviewing the plan, the plan was work out three, three days last week. Did you, did you get your workouts in? And the person says, no. Okay. I got two of them in. Now, is it productive for me to sit here and be like, well, you suck, right? Aren't you embarrassed? You're lazy. You know, is it productive for me to make them feel guilty about missing a workout? Is it productive for me to shame them for missing a workout? Right. Is it, is it productive to be the angry drill sergeant, you know, that people think fitness instructors should be? Is that like, is any of that productive? Does it, does it put that person in a positive space to move forward? And the answer is no. Like, you know, that that doesn't actually help the person in that moment. What helps is to put on a problem solving lens with no judgment and no negative emotion attachment. Oh, okay, cool. So you committed to three, you weren't able to, to, to follow through, like what, what got in the way, Right. And there's usually something, right? I was thrown off because of travel. It was, it was X, Y, and Z. It was, um, the kids got COVID. Like there's a million reasons. There's a million reasons for somebody to miss a single workout in a week. And so if you look at it, if you look at it from the point, like no excuses, always get it done. What that does is when they don't get it done, they feel guilty about it. They feel ashamed that they didn't get it done. And they're not able to learn anything from the times they're not able to get it done. But if you put a problem solving lens on it, you can put a positive. Cool. We learned something. What did we learn? Right. Okay. So was it a once in a lifetime situation? Like the kids got COVID. So you missed a workout. I don't even think we need to troubleshoot that. Right. (laughs) I think, I think that your priorities shifted from your self care to making sure that your kids were taken care of. And then you know, you, you won't, in all likelihood, you won't face this situation again. So we don't need to troubleshoot it. All right. Maybe it's, maybe the plan wasn't good, right? 
because it's like, Hey, you know, the workout you designed for me, I wasn't able to complete on the road. Right. I ended up, you know, I, I traveled for work. Oh, okay, cool. Right. Okay. Um, are you going to be traveling for work often? Yeah. Yeah. A couple times a month actually. Oh, all right. So the problem wasn't that you're a lazy piece of shit, no excuses. The problem was that the plan didn't work for everyday life. Let's troubleshoot that. Let's make a plan that can be completed either at a hotel gym or with no equipment whatsoever, right? So we know that if you're going to complete two workouts a week while you're at home and you're going to do one on the road, we've, we, we've now eased that friction point. Like now you can get it done. Ah, perfect, man. Now that person goes on and they continue to be consistent with their workouts because rather than, rather than having a stupid, no excuses, um, attitude attached to why didn't you get your workouts in? We were actually curious. Well, why didn't you get your workouts in? Oh, because there was an actual obstacle. Cool. Is this obstacle going to come up again? Yes. Awesome. Let's troubleshoot that so that we can smooth out and make a better plan that fits your life. And, being in a problem-solving mode is always productive. Being, being in a problem-solving mode with no judgment is productive. Because we're not looking at, you know, we're not, we're not attaching negative emotions to it. And we're not attaching negative judgments to the person. You know, we're simply saying something between the plan and your life didn't jive. And so what do we need to do to resolve this? And oftentimes we come up with a really good solution that will jive with their life. But even if we don't, even if we only get a little bit better the next week, guess what? We apply the same process. And over time, you know, for us, it's, it's our clients, right? So over time, we end up with a plan that's really tight for that client that fits their life. But more importantly, they end up understanding the process so that one of two things can happen. One, they can continue this this plan indefinitely without our support because now they understand the cycle of troubleshooting, um, of, of looking at friction points and removing them. But two, they can adjust their plan as necessary as their life changes because the plan you have right now is the plan that works for you right now, but your life is going to change. Your work is going to change. Your kids are going to get older. Seasons are going to seasons of life are going to change. Everything's going to change. But if you have the framework and you understand how to make a plan, execute it and review it and continue that process with troubleshooting over time, over years and decades, you're going to be so much more consistent in your, um, your trend line is going to be so much more positive because you're not looking at every single little misstep as a failure. You're looking at it as a chance to improve and move on. When you are when you are looking through the no excuses lens, every single time you mess up is a failure in your brain. So what message that, that that's the language that it sends? No excuses, Paul. And then you miss a workout. Well, shit! I already said no excuses. I guess that means I suck. What? That's that's literally the signal. That's the conversation you're having with yourself. I would never say that to anybody else. So why would I allow that to infiltrate my brain? Anyway, the point is you get there and you, and you repeat that over and over again, right? So every, every uh, setback, every bump in the road is a message you're sending to your subconscious that you suck and you're a failure. And so you just keep going with the same plan, which by the way, wasn't working because you weren't able to apply it. You just keep going with it, trying to make it work. And either you are, you end up being miserable 
trying to bend your life into that plan and, and, and maybe get whatever fruits come from it. Or you just end up thinking you suck and this isn't for you and you go do something else. The, so the lens with which you view, well, everything is probably the most important thing in the world because your lens, how you, like every action in the world, everything, man, it's just neutral. If you really think about it, everything is neutral. It's, it's we assign meaning to it. Our lenses determine how we perceive everything that happens around us. You guys have been around people, I'm sure you have, who, who can perceive a slight, who can be offended by anything. And you're just like, fuck, I don't want to be around this person anymore. Right? Because they're, they're sitting here telling you how everybody has wronged them. They're sitting there telling you how everybody, you know, everybody's an idiot or everybody's wronged them or whatever it is. And you're sitting here going like, well, man, now I don't want to be around you because now I feel like I have to tiptoe around the tulips with you. I'm walking on eggshells because I don't I don't want to be the next person who, who you perceive, you know, my normal actions as a transgression against you. So you just leave that person alone, right? But so you've been around that person. You understand that that's not a productive way to go. That's not a productive lens is just to perceive everybody or everything as, as a slight, right? So if we choose to take on the lens, if we choose to put on the glasses that have the lens of no excuses, you're choosing a lens that perceives every bump in the road as a personal affront to you and your integrity. You are a failure because you couldn't follow through. And man, is that stupid. That is not, that is not healthy for you. Okay? And so... The way we talk to others and the way we talk to ourselves is the same, okay? So if, if I'm continually sitting here telling myself that there's no grace for myself, there's no excuses, then I start to treat other people that way. Nobody wants to, nobody wants to be around you when you're like that because guess what? You're a dickhead if that's the way you treat people. And so if we can bring that lens forward, and I get, you know what? A lot of people, they're well-meaning when they say no excuses, Right? Because you know what? I'm, I'm in the fitness industry. We hear excuses a lot that are lame. Right? I get it. But, it. but again, if they're making the excuse, we can either shame them for it or we can try and, and move them forward from it. You know? And <clears throat> I lost my train of thought or I lost exactly where I was going. But the point is, nobody, be, nobody wants to be around that. And it's not a great way to talk to yourself either. If I'm being real with you, um, you know, like, uh, today I'm uh, like today, right now, today, today's Thursday. So maybe some of you guys are going to listen to this on Friday. I am not having a, a great day in terms of productivity. Uh, I don't know what's going on with me. <laughs> like I slept a decent amount or whatever, but I, I just, I'm dealing with brain fog today. Guys, it happens from time to time, from time to time. I just literally cannot think straight. You know what I mean? Usually it's a sign of burnout it means I need to take a day off. Um, could, could have just been, you know, an exceptional week in terms of output for creative endeavors. And now I'm burnt out. I don't know, but I'm not, I, I woke up, I made a plan for all the things I was going to execute on today. And I spent a lot of time staring at a blinking cursor, right. And just not putting anything out. And I could sit here and tell myself, Oh man, you suck. Right? You think you deserve to make money running a business that way? You got to be on the grind, bro. You got you got to be so productive. You got to have such a high output 24/7. I could tell myself that. 
but that's not super productive, is it? And, and what, what would that do to my long-term stress levels? How would I show up at home uh, after, after being at an office and ber- in, internally berating myself like that all day? How would I show up for my wife and kids? Right? Because if I talk to myself that way, that's how I'm going to talk to other people. That's the slack I'm going to give other people, which is none. So I, I'm choosing not to do that, right? I'm like, all right, man, shit. I got, a, I got a great topic for the podcast. So I'll just, I'll knock that out while I'll do it. I'll try and get some momentum going on things that I know are easy for me. And, you know, by the end of the day, I'm going to get done when I'm going to get done. I'm going to get done the things that have a deadline attached to them. Everything else is going to get, get moved till tomorrow, man. Not the end of the world by any stretch of the imagination. And if I can, you know, take it one step further, if I could be like, man, there's no excuse for not being on your A game today. Well, that's stupid, dude. Why don't I look and be like, man, what's going on with this brain fog? Does this, does this, is, is this just like a, a one-time thing? Like, no, man, it happens probably, I don't know, once or twice a month, I have days where I just can't concentrate. You know, okay, cool. So, so it does happen regularly. No problem. Is there a way we can avoid it? I don't know. I'm not really sure. Is, is there something that we can do when these days hit to keep you moving forward? Yep, there is. What I'm going to do is I'm just going to keep mapping out everything that's in my brain that needs to get done. I'm going to pick the easiest and most time sensitive things and do that. I'm going to do the bare minimum on those days. That's it. And then that way, when I come back, you know, refreshed, maybe I take a day off or in this case, like I'm close enough to the weekend. I'll have the weekend off and I'll make, I'll make a plan for Monday. I'll brain dump everything, like my weekly review, which I do anyway, I map everything out and organize it make the plan for what I'm going to execute on next week and I'll come back refreshed and I'll knock it out. That's a problem solving lens. And I, and I think most of you guys can listen to that. I think most of you guys can listen to that and be like, Oh yeah, that's, that's a, that's a healthy lens and that makes sense. And that's going to lead to long-term productivity. But for some reason, for some reason, there's like the, the there's the hustle and grind culture whether it's business or fitness. That's like no excuses, 24, seven, 365. And I just, I just think it's incredibly fucking stupid and not realistic. And it looks super cool on Instagram and it might give you a dopamine hit for three seconds. But when that goes away, you're just going to have a bunch of shame attached to the fact that you are human and you are going to hit bumps in the road. And there are going to be excuses, which are the same as reasons for not getting everything done that you want to get done. We're not getting every workout in for not quote unquote sticking to your diet plan, which isn't even like, I just hate that fucking phrase, but, um, you know, it's, it's just not a productive way to look at the world. And so my whole point today was to take something that's probably fairly common. If you, if you listen to this podcast, you, you probably follow people on Instagram, like, you know, fitness influencers or in other social medias. Uh, you, you're probably even more entrepreneurial in spirit. You probably follow some of the same business type entrepreneurial influencers that I do or productivity experts or whatever. And you probably see some of this no excuses bullshit. And you probably don't even think much about it, right? Because it's, it's, it's not really that big of a deal, right? Like it's just a stupid meme that's supposed to be, you know, kind of motivational or whatever. But if you look at the language, if you look at the language and how that language affects your lens and how you see the world, if you really understand that, 
you can you can say, man, I understand now why it's really important to filter that language out. To say, hey, I do not want to view life through that lens. And I'm going to reject that shit and I'm going to choose a lens. I'm going to choose, in, you know, I recommend the problem solving lens. That's going to allow me to look at every situation, every bump in the road. Not from a place of judgment, but from a place of curiosity and with the spirit of saying, what can I learn from this so I can move forward? All right. Have a good one, everybody. Enjoy your weekend. We'll talk to you soon.